0: PlushCare.com slash The biggest battle we will ever have to face is the battle between you and you. It's the battle of taking your mind to that limit and then breaking through. On the Mindful Experiment podcast, we share concepts, universal laws, and interviewing individuals who have done just that, who have gone through the dark times and through those moments allowed their light to shine bright. I'm your host, Dr. Rick Manzo, and I want to thank you for listening to the podcast and taking this journey with me as we discover different avenues to break through those limits, expand your reality, and evolve into the person you desire to be. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Good morning, everyone. This is Dr. Vic, and you're listening to the Mindful Experiment. This is our weekly connection that we've been doing. We do on my private Facebook group, Empowered Living with Dr. Vic on Facebook. Um, links in the uh, links in the show notes to go ahead and get connected, the sign to, to be added. So that way you can join the conversation with me as I go through a podcast uh, each week talking about something, someone. Um, that can inspire you in some way, shape, or form in your life to take it to that next level. This is seven out of nine series that we're doing that we've been talking about my new book, A Walk in the Dark, A Guide to Finding Your True Light. This book has been... Life transformational for a lot of people. It's been actually um, awe inspiring for me to see that, to experience it. The reviews, the people coming out telling me what it's been doing for them, um, it's been really great. And it's basically it's more than the vision of what I expected, and I'm very humbled by that. And so I'm really excited to share this with you guys every week as I'm going through. This week, we're going to be continuing on from last week about connecting to your light. This is the part two edition of it. And basically, I start off again, as always, with a quote that connects us to the whole entire chapter. Fear is natural reaction to moving closer to truth. Meditation practice isn't about trying to throw ourselves away and become something better. It's about befriending who we, re- who we are already. Pima Kondron. And I really love this quote. When I found it, it was just, uh, it was perfect for this chapter because a lot of times we're always thinking we're getting better, right? Oh, I've I've learned this, so I'm better. Or, you know, now I'm gonna be a better person because of this, and X, Y, Z, and we use this word better. And I I really think that really devalues who we really are, right? Because in, in essence, you are perfect for who you are. The key is you don't get better, you're just discovering more about yourself. You know, it's a discovery process. You're peeling off layers that were false illusions of who you thought you were to finding out who you really are. And meditation can do a lot of that. We're going to talk about that in this chapter. But it's one of those things where that's some of the terminology, I believe, that we need to kind of change and pull away from. Because it's it was just one of those essence that um, doesn't really allow us to... Um, you know, it puts us in a thing that like, oh, I wasn't good. Now, uh, now I am good. And it's this good and bad type of mindset. And the essence is that, no, it's just a discovery. You're just finding out something new about yourself and you're evolving and you're growing. And that's the part of life, right? You shouldn't be who you were a year ago. Heck, if you're really evolving, not even six months ago, not even three months ago, and you should have a system in place to do those check-ins to make sure you're doing that, to see how you're doing with that process. Um, But I talk about connecting with yourself and how important it is in the beginning of the chapter. And I use a quote that I used in my first book. And I live by this quote because I really believe this is the essence of life is by Lao Tzu that says mastering others is strength but mastering yourself is true power and meditation and other things that we're going to talk about in this chapter can help you get there. And I said, I truly believe that when you step in the present moment of anything, you step into your true power, the essence of who we truly are. And this is so critical for when you face the dark. You see, a lot of times when you have pain, you want to get out of the present a lot of times when you walk into the dark you want to be out of the present you don't want to be there your brain's like uh, pain or pleasure, pain or pleasure this is pain we need to avoid we need to run there are fear centers that kick in a amygdala fires like crazy sends the hippocampus because it's going to go to a memory that shows you what you've experienced before and now all of a sudden it's going to be like saying okay, this is something we have to avoid this is something we have to move away from this is danger this is an emergency we need to get the hell out of here and but when you get into the present, you really connect to your source and you really um, hone in on the moment and you can actually calm the the ego and the, the mind and how it's firing the way it is. And I talk a little bit about that in the, in the beginning of this chapter and I say how there's uh, there was no real struggle when you chose it, and there's more. And basically, what I'm saying is that there's no such thing as suffering in life. Now, you may say, "Wait a minute, Doctor! I've heard you say that you're going to end mental suffering." Well, the, the book is about that. The book is about shifting the perspective of where you normally how you suffer, and we're going to shift the perspective and say, instead of this happening to you, instead of this being something that you didn't choose, what if you did? What if the universe is providing it to you to help you evolve to the person you want to become? That's a shift in perspective. And if you can take that little shift in perspective, how can you suffer? But I took it even further in the book, and I talked about how things that come up in your life were chosen in some way, shape, or form. Nothing is by mistake in life. Um, you've planned. And if you don't believe me, look at something called the soul's blueprint, and you can look up things called the soul blueprint. What it talks about is how you've planned, not just you, though. Now I'm going to get a lot out there for some people. But your spirit guides, your guardian angels, past love, family, you know, your soul family. Like you have a family here in the physical human form. We have a soul family, too. And you all come together to plot out this huge story. And then you go in to have fun and play. So who was your enemy or somebody who betrayed you? That was all planned. Um, And it's a beautiful process. And once you start to shift your perspective, that's why I talk about like the universe is always there to support you because the universe loves you and wants to see you get the most experiences of what you came here to choose. And so I talk a lot about that in there uh, of breaking through that. But, you know, and I kind of go through some of those dark nights, you know, have you been through a situation was not a fun one, maybe the dark night of the soul to where it was such a dark moment in, in your life. But through those times, it wasn't as bad as you thought when you got through it. You know, and when you were going through it, you just knew everything was going to be okay. You ever have one of those? I mean, I'm just reading from the book. But it's one of those things where you're like, you, 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 you had a tough time and you're going through it. But you're not like you're bothered and you're stressed, but you know everything's going to be fine. Like, you know deep down, no none of this trying just to think positive to avoid. Like, you're looking at your grass and you're just trying to see the grass, even though there's a ton of weeds there. I'm not talking about that thinking. It's an intuitive place that comes from your heart. It's like a deep knowing. You just know. You have no... It's like basically saying... And I'll use this from a financial standpoint. You you, you lost your job. You you uh, had a, you had lost a house. You lost everything. But you still have to pay for everything. And you don't even know how that's going to happen. But in your mind, you're like, this is going to be fine. I'll be out of this and I'll be killing it before you know it. And sometimes... Uh, and people will be like, Oh, what do you mean? you know, you're crazy. How, how you can think of this? Or I'm gonna start a business like in three months. How are you gonna do that? You can't you can't make a payment here, you can't even do this here. It's not that knowing that you get you through it. And when you get through it you're kinda like, hmm, that wasn't bad as I thought. You know, it was it was actually I, I knew it was gonna all work out and it did. Those are the deep knowings and we're gonna talk a little bit about that. Um but I talk about like the study about the 20% change, where it came from, and getting into that state, and, and I-